Midday News in collaboration with Triple R with Tyson Whelan, Emma Sullivan and Sophie Jacobson. The National Coronavirus Cabinet is meeting today to discuss the potential return of community and professional sport. While other states have eased restrictions, Victoria has maintained strict guidelines on recreational activities. Tyson Whelan reports. Grassroots sports associations have begun planning for a potential return in anticipation of the National Cabinet announcements. Eltham Wildcats basketball CEO Greg Jeffers says he is hoping for a return to the court in July. There's only so long you can bounce a ball on the spot or shoot the ball by yourself within two foot of the hoop. It's, uh, there, there is the social connection that I think a lot of people are looking for and likewise that's going to be our biggest danger. You know, That's the danger with us coming back too early is that it, a lot of it can actually be parents wanting to get together and have a chat and and catch up on what's been taking place. Meanwhile, rugby league players are threatening to boycott the return of the NRL as tensions rise over an ongoing pay dispute. Tyson Whelan, City General News. More than 1,400 submissions have been made to the Royal Commission into the Black Summer bushfires after it extended the deadline by two weeks because of the pandemic. This comes as Victoria lifted the last of its fire restrictions earlier this week, making the end of the horrific bushfire season. The Commission is expected to deliver its final report in August. There's growing concern Australia's drowning rate will increase this summer if swim centres fail due to the coronavirus pandemic. The Swimming Teachers Association's Anne McIntyre says it's essential there's more government help. Look, it will be a tragedy if the government uh, doesn't chip in to assist with the swimming schools. I think uh, swimming lessons are absolutely vital and uh, we definitely will see more drownings this year if, um, if they can't help out. It's estimated that one in five swim schools across the country will shut permanently because of the crisis. A cold snap has brought heavy snowfall across Victoria's Alpine region as ski resorts prepare for a slightly different snow season. More than 50 centimetres of snow has fallen at Mount Hotham as ski resorts remain closed due to COVID-19. But Colin Hackworth from the Australian Ski Areas Association says having a ski season is not negotiable. We're also flexible and adaptable. So if we can't open in June, well, you know, let's let's look at opening at a later date. But the main thing is we, we, we need to have a ski season. Many people are facing uncertainty, waiting for refunds from cancelled or indefinitely postponed entertainment events due to COVID-19. Consumer Affairs Victoria received 150 inquiries about such events between March 1st and April 23rd, a 46% increase from the same time last year. And though it says a refund should be applied for any services not provided, people say they're not hearing much from ticket sellers. Genevieve Green bought tickets through Ticketek for a concert in June. So my boyfriend and I bought tickets to Bonnie Bird, um, and we haven't really been... Um, really kept in the loop or there's been no information about is it being postponed if we're getting our money back. Um, So there's been a few issues with that. 
As we face threats to our health and the nation's economy due to the coronavirus, another complication looms ahead. A National Parliamentary Committee has been discussing the likely devastation from future environmental conditions. Sophie Jacobson reports. The Environmental Protection and Biodiversity Act is currently under a 10-year review. The Environment Minister, Susan Lee, has said the government may change the environmental laws before the review is completed later this year. The founder of Intrepid Landcare, Harriet Spittle, supports fast-tracking legislation. Uh, The government really needs to take our recommendations seriously because, I mean, we're running out of time. Um, There's various things that need to be included in the recommendations. Perhaps the number one that needs to be emphasised is clean, renewable energy, um, which means moving away from coal mining. Environmental groups are also stressing the need for stricter laws to slow down Australia's high rate of extinction. Sophie Jacobson, City Journal News. A new report says public transport services should run half empty and without standing room. Commuter numbers have dropped by more than 90% during the lockdown, but there are no formal restrictions on passenger numbers. Consultancy firm WSP Australia's report says a staged transition to restrictions would be key to safety. Retail consultant Simon Lear relies on Melbourne's public transport system. What I would imagine, I mean, my usual commute, um, there are two trams that can take me into the city from home. And they're so infrequent that they're usually absolutely full of people. So I, I don't see how we're going to do social distancing with the number of trams that we currently have on the system. To Melbourne's weather, cold and cloudy with showers increasing. There is also a chance of hail. Gusty winds up to 50 kilometres an hour, a top of 11 and an overnight low of 9. Still showery but slightly warmer on the weekend, a top of 13 on both Saturday and Sunday. This has been City Journal News Midday News in collaboration with Triple R. With Sophie Jacobson, Tyson Whelan and Emma Sullivan. This is a podcast from Triple R, an independent media organisation in Melbourne, Australia. To find out more about Triple R or to explore many more shows, podcasts, articles, videos and interviews, head to the Triple R website at rrr.org.au.